Hey, good morning. Hi, how you doing? Hope you're all okay this morning. Been enjoying the weather and um, the last few days it's been lovely, wasn't it? I actually got a little bit sunburnt yesterday on top, so um, must have been warm, hey? Brilliant. Well, it's great to see you all this morning and it's great to be with you. I'm just going to pray and then I'm going to read a passage of scripture. Um, quite a, a fair, fair size, I just thought it'd be really good to start with a, a, passion of scripture, a portion of scripture today. So Lord Jesus, we commit this time to you and we pray, Holy Spirit, in all that we do today, that we will know you and love you deeper, Lord, and we'll feel connected to you and connected to one another as we um, worship together in this way. We love you, God. We think you are amazing. Amen. Ephesians, the beginning of the book of Ephesians, Paul writes these wonderful words. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us to be adopted as his sons and daughters through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding and he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect when the times will have reached their fulfillment to bring all things together and so all things in heaven and on earth together under one head even Christ and in him we were also chosen having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will in order that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your, of, of salvation, of your salvation having believed you were marked in him with a seal the promised Holy Spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory <laughs> there's just so much richness in that but if you hear anything this morning what, I, what that scripture just screams to me is that God had me in mind as you in mind that God has brought you to this moment God has brought you to this place where he he has he has the best for you and he has a purpose for you and today as we're gathered together I just pray that as part of our gathering together this will be one step one link in 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 God's purpose and will for you in that sense in which he is calling you to be his uh, child and to be uh, involved in his purposes so in our God amazing you know he calls us to what he calls us and he calls you who you truly are in him uh, and gives you a purpose and a destiny and he gives you the Holy Spirit to know his manifested presence walking with you isn't that amazing so let's just worship together this morning these beautiful songs uh, with those thoughts in mind that God is for you if God is for us who can be against us say Drown. 
awesome. It's so good, isn't it? It's just so good just to reach into God and just bring worship. And uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Great, it's great to see so many of you here this morning. See, just see your uh, comments on there. Hi to all of you saying hello and to those of you that are not putting on there as well. So I've um, just got a couple of notices now, just really quick. Um, just to uh, remind you that this um, Wednesday, um, we've got Worship and Wait. Um, Worship and Wait is something that we, we haven't done it online like this um, it, uh, yet. So, um, uh, we're so it's, But we'd like to try and do it. It's a time, an evening when we just worship God together and then we have opportunity to share if somebody feels that something God has put something on their heart to share a word of scripture or a vision or a prophetic word or whatever it may be then we'll do that and we'll let those come in. and we're doing that particularly off the bank back of um, last month where we were just encouraging you to get in prayer couplets and just to pray for for God's next stage of our adventure together as a church, the next stage of what God is calling us to, and certainly as we come out of lockdown. So um, if you can be part of that, then please, the the, um, the, the um, Zoom ID, ID, uh, ID's there. We'll put it in the notices this week. And um, yeah, just join us if you can, and we'll, and we'll just seek God together and see what happens. And let me just encourage you to pray before that as well, over the next week or so, just be praying, um, you know, for God to just speak to you and uh, let you bring something to that evening as well, if you can. Um, brilliant. Um, just to say as well, um, this next week I'm going to take, apart from Wednesday evening, I'm going to take a little bit of time off, and um, and uh, next weekend as well, um, Henry will be leading uh, Facebook Live next next week and uh, next Sunday, and um, and I'm having a look, when you'll have a weekend off, so there'll be no. Um, deeper next Sunday morning so no deeper next Sunday morning I told the folks that were there this morning but just in case you're somebody that weren't there today and normally comes then we won't have a deeper next week okay just got a little notice here from Jenna really sorry about the audio on this it's a little bit stuttery but um I had a bit of trouble with it this morning but you know we'll go for it anyway and uh, some really exciting news that Jenna's got to share and yeah so leave it to great Hi folks, sorry. A lot of you are saying that the um, uh, that it's it's the Facebook that, that it's paused the Facebook live and the, and um, having a bit of trouble. So is that all okay? Okay, again, we 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 get it sorted out for next week and then we will get it back on. Um, so sorry about that, folks. Okay, <laughs> brilliant. Okay, well, um, can I share a, um, a, um, a, a message now from a guy called Joe? Um, I've forgotten his surname actually, but it, it comes up on the on the thing there. Joe Mc, um, I can't remember his surname. So, um, dreadful. Um, Joe is uh, part of um, Pioneer Network and um, part of the team at a church in Loughborough called Open Heaven. And um, I heard this message um, at um, conference uh, uh, went to earlier this year, and I just thought it'd be good to share at some point today. There's 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 some sense of connection with it. I'm not, don't read into you know like every little detail in it, but. Um, um, there's some, and then I'm, I'm just going to share some thoughts after that as well, very, very briefly. So um, it's a great message. I think it really will speak to you, and I think it will encourage us and bless us. And um, yeah, brilliant. Okay, so let's go for this, shall we? I grew up in a town called Wellingborough, a small market town in Northamptonshire with a population of around 50,000 people. Most people only seem to have heard of Wellingborough because they've been through its train station to get to London from the East Midlands or the North. It was expanded in the 70s as part of the government's London Overspill policy to get people out of the capital into the East and the South. And my parents did exactly that in the 80s after they got married, moving to a new housing estate on the edge of town behind a big roundabout. 
I never met an adult with a good word to say about Wellingborough. The talk amongst my mates was where we would move when we finished school. Staying was never considered. The estates were rough at best and dangerous at worst. The town centre was underinvested in. It felt like it was dying and decaying, built around a, an emptying Woolworths. Even McDonald's moved out a few years ago, no lie. Now, we just had our school telling us to move to more glamorous locations to study. We felt like Nathaniel and Philip in John 14, can anything good come from Wellingborough? We felt there was no ambition, no aspiration. In 2010, I saw one of the best bits of graffiti I have ever seen on the sign next to the roundabout where I grew up. This was the roundabout that my school bus crossed every day to get us to school. The roundabout I had my first car crash on as a 17-year-old. The concrete turnstile marking the way in and out of the wonderful Wellingborough. As Stacey and I approached on the way to visit my parents, we could see that the sign into Wellingborough had been tampered with. I've got a photo to show you so you can see what it said. Now, I wish you were here so I could hear your reaction because we were in hysterics. This was genius. It was inventive. It was accurate. For me, growing up, that was what I thought of Wellingborough. Well, rough. The residents weren't so happy, obviously. I moved out of Wellingborough pretty much as soon as I turned 18. First for a year in London before moving to Loughborough in 2007. Ironically, another market town, but this time with a university in the middle. Returning as an adult to Wellingborough, I reflected more deeply on the narratives of our neighbourhoods. You know, there are pioneer churches all over the UK in villages, towns and cities who feel left behind, who feel forgotten. Who sets the narratives of our neighbourhoods? Over the last few years, every time I've gone back to Wellingborough, I've allowed my mind to wander to an alternative reality. What if someone had shared with me as a young person a prophetic, compelling kingdom vision for my hometown? What if someone had painted a picture of renewal? What if artists, creatives and poets had been commissioned to tell a story over our town? A story where the fields I grew up in and the pavement that I ran on were not just nostalgic nods to a naive time of my life, but part of my destiny, my DNA and my story. What if I had allowed God to give me a heart for the people and places of Wellingborough? What if a leader had called out of me my role in seeing God do what he was going to do? What if someone had told me that the future was local? You know, I often think about Jesus' conversation with the Pharisees in John 17. They're asking him about where the kingdom is coming, where they're going to see it. And Jesus says to them, the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed. Nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. There is a present tense reality to the presence of the kingdom of God. It's not here in its fullness, but it's here. It's in your midst. It is amongst you. It's not waiting for your liberation from oppression. It's not waiting for your town to level up. It's not waiting for better counsellors, better judges, or better income. It's in your midst now. A couple of years ago at a leaders meeting, my wife Stacey had a word that she felt was from God for open heaven and it said, dream big, 
go local. It was a timely, strong word. It was the, the summary of something that we've been trying to embody ever since we settled in Loughborough. Stacey and I have led OH1, the 18 to 30s expression of Open Heaven, since 2012. We love it. It's a privilege. You know, we've had a good number of students in OH1, being in a university town, being a church that started with students. We've been used to having great quality students amongst us in OH1. At the end of every academic year, we host a finalist commissioning gathering where we send off our finalists into their next life stage. And we got used to sending people out from Loughborough. We expected these great graduates full of potential to go to London, Manchester, Birmingham, Paris, Rome. We expected that Loughborough wasn't maybe as attractive or as appealing as going abroad, traveling or working in a city center. We reckon that 30% of OH1 left at the end of every academic year in those early days. And we would just be praying at the start of the new academic year that we get the same number back in so we weren't just shrinking as a church. After a couple of years, we launched a campaign called Make Loughborough Your Home. We began to paint a kingdom vision for people to stay in Loughborough and build something and invest back into something. One full of kingdom potential, meaningful contribution, fellowship and community. The tide started to turn. You know, the reality is that the most exciting place to be on earth is where the kingdom of God is breaking out and where we get to play a tangible role in it with others. You know, I can move elsewhere for a better salary. I can travel the world and see some things. I can seek the best quality of life. But also, I get to play a part in the kingdom coming right here and right now. We want to raise up people who love local People who live where they live as if they're sent by God and they're not going until he tells them otherwise. We want to love the land, the people, the story. When Stacey and I graduated from uni, we spent our first summer in Loughborough working for an agency in a local factory, in a local pub. We shopped in local shops, we went to the local market. We wanted to live local. We didn't want to be a bolt-on addition to someone else's town. We wanted our very lives to say to the people of Loughborough, we are one of you. We took the mindset of Ruth, who refused to leave Naomi. In Ruth chapter 1, Ruth replies to Naomi, don't urge me to leave you or turn my back from you. Wherever you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. And your God will be my God. We became personally invested in the hopes of Loughborough. We took to heart the words of God to Jeremiah to seek the peace and prosperity to the place I've carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you will prosper. I love Peterson's adaptation of this. He says, make yourselves at home there and work for the country's well-being and welfare. Pray for Babylon's well-being. If things go well for Babylon, things go well for you our hearts began to turn towards our town. And we are unashamed to say that we love Loughborough. A couple of years ago, I saw a far more redemptive piece of graffiti in Loughborough, in our local park. I've got a picture to show you. Someone had written in chalk on the pavement, love where you live. 
You know, I believe God is doing something really powerful in Pioneer at this moment, and especially in the rise generation of turning our hearts towards our localities. In 2017, the Bishop of Burnley spoke at New Wine Summer Conference about the challenges facing the Church of England. It's a different context, I know, but some of his insight has stayed with me ever since I read it. If you feel called to leadership in the church, if you feel called to plant, if you have an emerging leadership gift, I really want you to listen to what he said. He said, I am astonished at the number of people Jesus is calling to plant churches as long as they are in zones one and two of the London transport system. He told the story of the Church of England nationally advertising leadership posts in two different parishes. One was in Hartlepool, northeast England. One was in Paddington, central London. In Hartlepool, it took two years for the bishop to appoint a priest. In Paddington, 122 expressions of interest came in as soon as it opened. He said, if you feel called to plant, we need you on our outer estates. We need you in our northern towns. We need you in areas where a majority of people come from other world faiths. We need you in those areas where the trendy coffee shops and artisanal bakers are hard to find. Come there if you want to make a difference in Jesus' name. We need leaders who love local. Our communities need leaders who love local, who speak redemptive narratives over our neighbourhoods. You know, culture has taught us to pursue personal ambition as the means to fulfilment. It promises us that the best way to live is to go it alone, to build a profile, make a name, pursue a career. The kingdom tells us a different story. It tells us that fulfilment comes when we put our roots down deep in a people, a body, a family, a community on a mission. The Apostle Peter wrote, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. In Christ, we submit our potential and our ambition to a reality and a story that is greater than the sum of anything we could achieve on our own. We get ready to get our hands dirty together, acting as salt and light, seasoning, preserving, shining, carrying the kingdom seed into every part of our villages, towns and cities. We represent another realm, citizens of heaven, ambassadors of the kingdom. Pioneer, I want to say today that the future is local and the future is now. The hope for renewal in our villages, towns and cities is in us now. The prophetic destiny of our places is planted in our hearts are you prepared to love where you live and embody the reality of the kingdom of heaven now? When we dream with God for a great awakening, let's not just picture faceless crowds in busy places. Let's picture our places and our people because the future is local and the future is now. That's excellent, isn't it? Excellent. Let's just pray for a second, shall we? And then I've just got a few more thoughts that I'd like to share. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the words of inspiration there, Lord. Some thoughts that I guess and I pray have touched our hearts. 
Help us, Lord, to bring some of that into our own context and into our own lives. Speak to us, we pray, Lord Jesus. Speak to us, we pray. Amen. Yeah, I just loved, I just saw that a little while ago and I, and I just felt, was been waiting for a time to share it, really, because I'm not saying, you know, at the beginning of that he talks about Wellenborough being really rough and, you know, I'm not saying that he was rough or anything like that, but, but what, I, what I do really just want to take from that is just some of those beautiful thoughts about, um, you know, what narrative is spoken over our town versus what narrative do we speak? You know what? 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 Are we speaking redemptive narratives? And I, I love that thought. You know, what if artists, creators, and poets have been commissioned to speak a narrative? And and what if we really set the the prophets and the poets and the and the storytellers to start really sharing out? Really sharing out. I mean, it's just lovely, isn't it? It's it's wonderful thoughts, really. And 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 you know, dream big, go local. This last week, I went for a little walk, and um, you know, as I do quite m most days, really. <laughs> and I just walked past um, this spot. I've walked past it loads of times before, and it, this may not be the best picture in the world, but I just walked past this tree, and I and I saw it, and, and then I just walking past, and I felt the Lord say to me, "Go back and take a picture of that tree." And and as I looked at it, really, um, and you know, like I say, this picture is not the best in the world, um, but it, the tree obviously has seen some history. And the tree, the tree has um, obviously seen some damage and part the tops have gone and, and what have you. Um, but there are shoots that are coming from this tree. There are new branches that are emerging from this tree. And, and, and as I looked at it, I mean, what you can't see here is that the tree is also situated right next to a, um, a stream. And, um, and as I looked at it, I felt the Lord said to me, that tree is river of life. And, and I felt the Lord say to me, that tree is, is growing fresh fruit, uh, fresh root uh, and fresh branches. That tree is growing fresh. Um, there is freshness coming from that because its roots are deep and because it is planted well. What you can't see is it's right next to a little stream there. Um, and, and I felt the Lord was saying to me out of that tree that, that you know, River of Life is, going to, is coming into new seasons of growth. It, is coming, it may have been through difficult moments and difficult times, but, and this last year may have been hard work in many ways in terms of thinking, have we lost things? Well, maybe we have, but our roots are deep and we're planted well. You know, the planting well is, is next to streams and that speaks of planting and digging into the presence of God and digging into uh, our relationship with Jesus. And, and I pray and I know that for some of us that, that we found that relationship this last year, some of us have got deeper into it, some of us have struggled a bit, but we've still stood there, we've chose to find Christ and to walk with Christ. And so because we do, we're drawing on those wells. We're drawing on those wells. But the other side of this is that, and this is the bit I really felt the Lord emphasise to me, we're going to survive. The tree is going to grow. We're going to see you because our roots are deep. And the roots are those moments when we have dug down deep into our community. Now, when we've invested into our community, our roots have gone deep. Now, when we've pioneered reach and invested in reach, our roots have gone down. When we've chosen to keep walking forward when it would have been easier to quit, our roots have gone deep. 
Now, when in this last year we chose to not think of just of ourselves and to, to give to others, you know, in the, in the winter months when we chose to support, um, you know, struggling families, struggling young people, our roots went down and our roots went deep. This last year when you've chosen to think of other people rather than yourself, our roots have gone down and our roots have gone deep. When we chose to take on a community centre and to make that community centre even more available to the local community than it was before, to make it more attractive, when we invested in that, our roots went down and our roots went deep and God was building something in us that would bring new fruits and new, fr and new expressions and new root branches in the future. You see, this is an opportunity this season to be discovering a new narrative. This is an opportunity this season to be thinking about the stories that God wants to write over our town and to be thinking about our future. We'll survive because our roots have gone deep and we're planted well next to the stream of life. And Joe's talk there, you know, just sparked something in me. I felt that that image of the tree went with that talk today, that the image that we are planting local, that we are planting here, and not just because we want to survive, but because we are going to thrive in the purposes of God. And we're going to write better stories. I believe, you know, when we moved into this town 20 years ago, there was a lot of negative things spoken about it. I don't hear that so much today. I believe that's because the church, and not just River of Life, but the church, because Christians have prayed, pr Christians have given, pr Christians have served, Christians have done what they did, and somehow or another that just infiltrates out to everything else. First the spiritual, then the natural. So let's take hold of the challenges that we got there, shall we? Let's take hold of those things and make it something of our future. If you want to listen to Joe's talk again, then please, you know, you know, if you want to listen to Joe's, you can just catch it on uh, Pioneer YouTube site and um, yeah, just be encouraged by it. We're going to break bread together now as well and, um, and I think the breaking of bread is just an opportunity, isn't it, to, to reflect on the fact that we're going to do these things because of Jesus. We're not talking about just bumping up our ideas and writing a new story. We're talking about finding Christ and his redemptive story and then living that out. And in the breaking of bread, we gather around that story. I'm going to play a song now, and as we do, as we just listen to this song, let God just speak dreams to you. Let Him speak words to you, and and bring thoughts to you that you know. There may be that you are somebody that is not even in this Christian journey yet, or you're just on the edge of it. You're just starting out. You might have been going through tough times. Let me just say to you, Jesus wants to speak a better story to you. You don't have to be your past. You can be something different in the future that Jesus has for you. And in that future, you'll find not just something of Jesus, you'll find something in yourself that you never knew was there because Jesus will unlock it to you. The pain, the tears, the heartache doesn't have to be your future story. It can be something better. And this Jesus can do that for you. So we're going to listen to this little song and then directly after that, we're going to break bread together in which we'll remember that it's Jesus is at the heart of our story. From the cross you made 
just pause for a moment shall we and um, just feel that it'd be good for us to not be in too much of a rush this morning just to move on to the next thing but to just let God speak to our hearts in the quietness of wherever you are um, I mean it might be noisy where you are but just try and create some quietness in your in your heart and and let's just let let's just reflect on who God is and who Jesus is to us And I don't really know who all of who is listening, all of you are listening here today. And um, you know, I don't get to see who who who's exactly listening. But I, I do have a sense this morning that there's somebody here that's watching, and it's almost like you're not sure whether you can become a Christian. And I just want to say to you, today is the day for you. And I don't say this every. I'm very rare I say something like this, but. I just think today is the day for you and almost as soon as we finish today you need to go to a Christian you know and you need to say to them I will choose this Jesus I'm going to follow him tell me how and um, and you might be thinking well your problems are too big or your circumstances too complicated it won't necessarily all change overnight for you but you'll find something in Jesus that will just change everything but don't follow him just for that. Follow him because he loves you. And he, he, he sees everything about you. He knows all your thinking, all your heart, everything's in you. He knows it. And he still loves you. And he still wants you as part of his family. So please, just do that today, won't you? I mean, I just, and you know who you are because as I'm talking, you're sensing that there's somebody else talking to you inwardly. <laughs> it's almost like you're welling up and your heart's you know, really touching and... You know, God's, God's for you today. God's for you. So when we break bread, we remember that Jesus died for us. Let's take the bread and say thank you to Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
And when we take the juice or the drink, we are, we're, we are remembering that blood was shed for us, the blood of Christ, to give us a new relationship with God. We thank you. A relationship that can never be taken from us and that defines, changes every other relationship. Now as we're in this attitude of reflection towards God, let's just pray for a moment, shall we? I'm going to lead some prayers, but please feel free to write your own prayers on the, on the stream as well. Lord, we just want to say thank you for that um, uh, donation this week from All Churches Trust, Lord. Um, £5,000, Lord, towards uh, a little hub of hope. Just thank you, God, as well, for the other £500 that was given as well recently. And God, thank you that you are resourcing that. And Lord, thank you that that is opening up, Lord. Thank you that that is one of these roots going down, Lord, into our community, Lord. Lord, we thank you, God, for what you're doing there, Lord. We thank you that you call us to be your body, your representative, your, your presence in this world. And we pray that, Lord, we will be the best we can be. Lord, we thank you that in this country the uh, virus rates are coming down. We thank you that um, I you know, death rates are coming down. And, and, and we, Lord, we just pray for that vaccination program to continue to be successful. We pray, Lord, for your protection upon our nation. Lord, we pray that, Lord, we will be able to come out of lockdown, Lord, and come out of it permanently, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, for those that are disadvantaged during this time, for God, for you to help them. And anybody that we know that, Lord, is going through that, Lord, help us to not miss where we can help, Lord, to do what we need to do. Sharpen our senses, we pray. Lord, we pray for other countries, like in particular India at the moment, Lord, and Oh God, we pray, Lord Jesus, for you to meet their needs. And Lord Jesus, for you to just do some amazing miracles in that country and in other countries like it, Lord, in Brazil and, and other places around the world where the virus is just completely out of control, Lord. And, and Lord, we pray, God, for you to bring vaccination programs to those, Lord, we pray. We pray for those who lead us in our nation to make good choices, Lord. Lord Jesus. And Lord, I pray for every person that's watching today, Lord, whatever their practical need is, whatever they need, Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, that, Lord, you would meet them at their point of need. Wherever you are now, you just, for the thing that you are, you need to lift up to God, for your family, for your friends, whatever it may be, just talk to God about that for a few moments, where, wherever you are. Talk to God about your sense of destiny, the thing that you know he's calling you to. Thank you, Lord, that you hear our prayers. Thank you, God, 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's worship together, shall we? One more song. Just let, let's just let God speak to us and let's bless God in this song, shall we?
awesome. Well, Lord bless you. Have a great week. And, um, you know, if you're that folk that felt, you know, that God spoke to you earlier on, you know, about making that choice to follow Jesus, do do it, won't you? I really encourage you to just connect with a Christian that you know, just and ask them how to follow this Jesus. So Lord bless you. Have a really great week. Please join us for coffee. Um, there'll be coffee details will be up on the, this final song that I'm going to put up. Um, and uh, it, underneath it, there's the login details. Please feel free to join and um, connect with a few others. Have a little bit of a chat. Other than that, Lord bless you. Have a wonderful week and just be a blessing in all that you do, won't you? Great. This is how I know salvation. Jesus came and died for me. This is why I come to worship. This is why I lift my hands. This is why I now surrender everything I am. Because of your love. Of your love.